Happy New Year, everyone, and welcome to Violet's brand new podcast. This is season one, episode one, and I am super excited to dig in a little bit on our series, which we just kicked off, Following Jesus. My name is Eric Flynn. I'm one of the pastors on staff here, and I have with me uh, Pastor Brian Ness. Welcome to the podcast, Brian. Thanks, Eric. It is good to be here and looking forward to our discussion today. Absolutely. So, Thanks for bringing the message on Sunday. It was excellent. Uh, Lots of notes out of that. Um, But I'm just going to jump right into it. (laughs) Good point there. (laughs) Yeah, as we talked about on on Sunday, that that's exactly what Mark would want us to do, is immediately just get right into what we want to talk about. Right. So I'm really excited. As we go through the Gospel of Mark for the next 15 weeks, Really excited to just dig into it a little bit more. So just want to want to recap a few things from the sermon on Sunday. So the main the main point is why should we follow Jesus? Yeah, exactly right, Eric. And we we talked about that and, and you know, I won't spend the whole time rehashing the sermon, but the first point with that was it obviously, but sometimes we miss it's 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 so important to recognize who he is. And Mark in one one just talks about that um, in the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, and talking about his deity and he he is he's part of the triune uh, God and and then just you know as I was preparing for the sermon, just I mentioned um, just how God used that song in my life on speak. Uh, I just want to speak the name of Jesus and mm-hmm. how. When you just pause and stop and and really think about who Jesus Christ is and really meditate on that and really learn and study him, man, it's so moving. It's so moving to do that, and it really recenters us. At least I know it recenters me, Eric. Absolutely, and, and I appreciate you touching on that. I know when I came in on Sunday morning, you had that song blaring down the hallway and uh, it really put me in a great mood that morning. So, I, well, I, I, I'm glad I'm glad it did because I'm <laughs> sure my singing of the song didn't put you in a great mood. No, it was fantastic. But, but I was I was yeah I just I really wanted to um, yeah just really focus our whole um, efforts that day on just thinking of Jesus and and I'm so glad that Mark uh, does this and even as we go as we continue to go through the book of Mark, um, you know Mark was was uh, Peter's assistant. Uh, it, it, the Gospel of Mark was written from Rome, and we can see Peter's um, handprints all through the book of Mark. And, you know, with Mark's personality, too, they just they just really cut to the chase and really, really focus on uh, who Jesus is. And um, I, just, I just was so encouraged uh, by that. Absolutely. And one of the points... When you were talking about who he is and why we should follow him, you mentioned in the sermon in Acts 4.12 where it says salvation is found in no one else. So yeah. It's pretty cut and dry. Yeah, and, and, and God's word also reminds us later that there's going to come a day uh, where every knee bows and every mm. tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. Absolutely. Um, the, the important thing to recognize personally is are you recognizing Jesus for who he is uh, before he returns? Um, I think that's really important for us to think about and do it in that um, 
he's offering us that free gift of salvation, and we're going to bow the knee to him one way or the other. Mm, absolutely. Uh, so why, we, why should we follow Jesus? The this, this second point that you made was his authority. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. A, which is a, it's a great point, absolutely. Um, but that word authority today, we struggle with that as a society, as, as, a, as people. We struggle with authority because yeah. we want to do what, what we want to do. Yeah, you're exactly right, Eric. And I, you know, I, I don't want to use the word struggle to use that word authority, but I, I realized when, um, when choosing the second point of the sermon that there are those that will hear the message and, and, and as you're processing that you're going to struggle with that word authority. Um, in our culture today, um, in our lives personally, basically we, broad brushstroke, have become our own authority. Um, mm. And um, So true on that. Yeah, and, and Jesus Christ is showing us that he has authority over everything. Um, and to... Too often, I know in my life, um, I want it to be all about my kingdom. I, I was reminded of Matthew six thirty three: seek first His kingdom. And um, too often, I, I I don't know about the listener who's listening to this podcast, but I know for me, sometimes I'll seek first Brian's kingdom rather than seeking first. His kingdom, and I don't know if anybody else can relate to that. But <laughs> I think we're all guilty of, of yeah, that. Can you relate? To, yeah, absolutely. And I think just the reminder that He is over. He's over everything. Every created being, He is over. He's over the earth, and um, yeah, it's it's a very important reminder that we do come under the authority of Jesus Christ. Absolutely. And moving on to your third point, you had you had mentioned that He personally calls. Yeah. So so we go from. Uh, why should we follow Jesus? And, and we, we touched on who he is. We touched on his authority. And then you got into he personally calls. What does he personally call us to? Yeah. How do we know what he's personally calling us to? Yeah, and in, in, in the, the disciples, were they were called to follow. He said, come follow me. And, you know, I don't know if anybody else did this when they were in grade school, kindergarten, first, second grade, but we used to play this thing called follow the leader. And mm. we would we would walk around the room, and whoever was leading would would either move their arms or jump up and down or skip, and everybody behind had to follow the motion and exactly what that person was doing. Um, and that's a great example for us to think about. We need to learn Jesus. We need to learn everything we can about him so that we can follow him. And that's what the early disciples were doing, Eric. They were, Jesus was their teacher. Their, the, the word used back then was rabbi. And when you followed a rabbi, when you were a disciple of a specific teacher, you wanted to learn every single thing about that individual. And that's what Jesus is still calling us to do today, mm-hmm. is to find out everything we can about him so we can be like him and so others don't see us they see him in us that's that's a great point and and for those of us who are believers 
Jesus still personally calls us to things. He doesn't personally call us to him and then and then we stop. Right. Right? Right. So as a believer or non-believer, wherever you're at listening to this, he personally calls us to follow him first. But as a believer, he's calling us to other things and how we're gifted. Yeah, he's uniquely shaped each one of us, Eric. And we talk about that a lot in our next step class, how how he's uniquely shaped us. And and also just the importance of, you know, each day uh, God's word reminds us that he's asking us to take up our cross and follow him. So denying ourselves in being stewards of the gifts that he's given us and using those for not our own agenda or our own glory but for his glory. Yeah. So yeah, great great insight Eric. I, I, that's that was a great point that you just brought up. Yeah, I just know as a, you know, before I was a believer um you know, if you would have said he per- he personally calls you I I wouldn't have known any what what you were talking about, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I see it now because I, I felt that call. I felt that call in the ministry, but it didn't stop there, right? He, he calls me daily, like you said, to pick up my cross and follow him. And that can be really difficult to do on a daily basis because life throws us so much stuff, you know, whether it's, whether it's health issues, whether it's finances, whether it's parenting, whether it's, um, your, 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 your spouse, your job, whatever it may be, um, he still calls us daily to pick up our cross and follow him. And it's not that we just stop growing. So how do we do that on a daily basis as Christians? What, what, what encouragement do you have for a believer to, to overcome some of these things that everybody, we're all dealing with something. Right. Right. So, yeah. so we all have stuff, but it's so easy to get sucked into <laughs> the world. Right. And and, and what I want to do and, and, and selfishly. Right. right. That's yeah. a selfish mentality as a believe as believers. How do we what what encouragement do you have to, to do that on a daily basis? Yeah. And I'm not trying to give just just like a Sunday school answer here. Uh, for those of you who grew up in, in Sunday school as a kid. But I think there's there's some important things to remember. And, and the first is, you know, we talked about this briefly on Sunday, but in John eight thirty one, if you continue in my word, you are really are my disciples. And we need to obey God's word. Um, I know for me personally, like, for instance, going through COVID, there was times when I was pretty anxious about, about many things. And as I was... Um, in an accountability group with a couple of guys, we were reminded um, about just the verses in Philippians chapter four. Uh, Do not worry about anything, but in everything through prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God and mm-hmm. the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And I had to, it didn't mean that my ang- my worry and anxiety just went away instantly. But when it came, when it would come up, the very first thing I did was I would I memorized that verse and I would claim that verse and I would pray that verse and I would meditate on that verse. You know, another thing for me, Eric, is 
and I'm sure nobody else listening to this can relate to this at all, but I, I have a tendency um, to be a selfish person. And um, I'm, I'm we're, we're all in that boat. Yeah, we're well, maybe just you and I. I don't know about anybody else. But um, I had to be reminded often in, in another verse that I claim is, is in Philippians chapter 2. Philippians is a book that, that God has used in my life in a pretty big way. But, you know, do nothing. Philippians, Philippians 2, 3, do nothing out of selfish ambition or conceit. But in humility, consider others more important than yourselves. Um, so, you know, obeying his word, and I, the only way to obey his word is to be in his word and to be growing yes. in his word and to, and to memorize his word. And, you know, again, I, another plug for next step, we talk about how you can grow in God's word and have the habit that are important uh, to do that. You know, another, another example of uh, an example of how we can show that we're following Christ is just by showing love to one another, um, by caring for one another, by you mentioned um, a little while ago just about the importance of how God has uniquely shaped each one of us um, and using that not only in the body of Christ but in our community to help other people and to care for other people and, you know, practical ways. Do, do you know your neighbors? Um, have you ever sat down um, at a table and drawn out a map of your street and the houses, maybe the eight to ten houses that are around you, could you say the names of the people that lived in those houses around you? Do you know where they work? Do you know anything about their family? If not, why not? We need to be, you know, one of the things I'm learning more and more is if I'm not intentional in in, in these kind of habits, it's not going to happen, Eric. And, you know, We've said this before, but we, we many of us drive home from our job and we we, we cross the, the bridge mode of our driveway and, and shut the gate of our castle, which is the garage door, and never to, to connect with our neighbors. And how can we love our neighbors if we don't know them? How can we say, like Andrew said to Peter, come and see. Come, come on, Peter. Yeah. Come and see. How can we say that if we're not – we're not in relationship with those people around us. Um, so, and then, you know, <laughs> one of the tough ones, um, Eric, is just the whole idea of bearing fruit. And, um, you know, just real quick, I don't, I don't want to, to spend too much time on this, but we have fruit trees in our yard, and, and um, I'm not the best at, 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 at growing fruit, but last year was, was a huge crop of fruit. We had so many pears. And, you know, I'm reminded that a year ago, about a year, year and a half ago, I pruned those pear trees. And in the pruning of those pear trees, they produced a ton of pears this year. And in John 15, you know, one of the verses we talked about on Sunday, John 15, 8, my father is glorified by this that you produce much fruit. You know, he, he, he doesn't even say, oh, just a little bit of fruit. No, much fruit for his glory. And that takes pruning, that takes growth, that takes spending time in his word, that takes living out the fruit of the spirit. And we're we're, we're going to talk about that starting Easter after this sermon series. And we need to be doing that same thing. So the next time you, dr you, you drive by an apple orchard or you go to Lynn's Fruit Farm, 
Think about that apple tree as you're picking the apples off of it with your family. I need to be bearing this much fruit. Mm. Just like this apple tree is, I need to be bearing this much fruit for Jesus. Absolutely, which which requires pruning ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> not only, not only, yes, exactly. Not only pruning ourselves, but being in relationship with others, mm-hmm. where we allow them to maybe prune us. And I know so often people say, "Why, why are they judging me?" Well, it's interesting. Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen talks about sharpening each other, and that sharpening process knocks off the rough edges, and that's what we need to have. We need to have people in our lives that love us enough to lovingly confront us, to sharpen us. But again, we need to be in community with others. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. I love the analogy of the pear trees, the pruning, the apple trees. Um, and I think as, as, as we continue on our walk as Christians, one of the hardest things to do, we start to hang out with like-minded people. Right, so we start to hang out with other believers. So our our list of non-believers dwindles because we spend more time with believers. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, right? W- because that's where the pruning happens. We get pruned by other believers. We do some self pruning, but we we got to be careful of that as well because we want to make sure that we continue to reach the non-believers and not just live in our little bubble. Exactly. Yeah, yeah you're exactly right, Eric, and that takes intentionality. Exactly. Um, that takes, you know, I, I've used this example before. <laughs> um, uh, just I got into a hobby where I got to know more people um, outside the walls of the church, um, you know, <laughs> some people play pickleball now. Um, some people go and play tennis. Some people run. You know, some people ride motocross bikes. You know, some people are like me are into ham radio, and they're ham radio nerds, and it's it's really kind of fun. And and it has nothing to do with with pigs. It has everything to do with talking on the. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted <laughs> to clarify that yeah. for those of you who are like ham radio. Yeah. No, but um, <laughs> so w- we need to be intentional is what I'm saying in, 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 in relating, in, in, re- in building relationships with those. And, and like I said uh, before, maybe it's just sitting down and mapping out your, your street, your cul-de-sac, and saying, you know what, before the summer, I'm going to learn um, no agenda other than just to get to know them, two to three neighbors that live around me. Yeah, it's just a practical step that many of us might need to take. Absolutely, and I love that. And um, getting to know your neighbors—what a what a concept, right? Um, and as Christians, w- we should be evangelizing. And that sometimes that's a scary word to people. Like, oh, I'm not evangelistic. Oh, that's not me. I'm not wired that way. Um, evangel evangelism is just getting to know someone relationally and then you'll have the opportunity at some point they will ask you what's different because there's something different about a christian and a non-christian 
if you're if if you have Jesus living in you, and you're walking the walk, they're eventually going to ask you, "What's different?" Um, my concern today is that there's too many people want a God that saves them, but does not change them. Yeah, and and, and that's not how the the gospel works. Um, it's good not, news. Not that it's works based. That's right. not what I'm saying. No, but. Uh, but once we're saved, um, that's when that's one. You are not saved by works. Ephesians says that. Mm-hmm. But once we are saved, if we are going to bear fruit, um, there are things that we need to be doing. Um, and um, are we bearing fruit uh, for His kingdom? And um, yeah, you're you're exactly right. And it takes time. And, and like even with the building of the relationships, it's. It's 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 what Andrew did, you know. Peter was yes. the Peter, Peter and Andrew. Just from what we find in the Bible, are great examples of Peter <clears throat> uh, lived his life and brought people to to Jesus. Peter was the one who was um, he was the proclaimer. <laughs> he was the one that was telling. Um, so it needs to be a both and, not an either or. Yeah, absolutely. And I love relationship piece and that that's what takes time you know it's not a light switch relationship it takes time to build that and and to build the trust to have the conversations with those people but um it should be a daily walk you should be picking up your cross uh so thank you for your faithfulness to the word and to the message this past sunday uh we're we're very excited for this coming sunday's message which will focus on mark 2 uh, so I can't wait to unpack that next week. Yeah, it's going to be great. Looking forward to that 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 message this week. And also, just really don't forget if you're not in a small group where you're where where you're walking and growing in community, either start one, grab a couple friends to start one, or join one that's already in existence and just really grow together through these next fifteen weeks. Yeah, absolutely. Anything you well, anything else you want to share, Brian? Before we in this podcast. No, I just think let's just continue to to just love love God, love others and make disciples and let's this day let's live out the calling he has placed on each one of our lives. Amen. All right, well, thanks for joining us today, Brian. Really appreciate your time. You're welcome. Everyone, be sure to follow us on our social media platforms for all updates. Our website, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Have a great rest of the week and we will see you Sunday.